Hi everyone and welcome to Training for Life Redeemed. I'm your host Dan, as always I am here chatting with my father David Jackson who is the one who does all the work, right, in the background. I just sit here asking questions and summarising Bible passages. <laughs> Today we're looking at Matthew chapter 23, continuing our way through the book of Matthew. Dad, in our last episode we had Jesus refute the Sadducees and the Pharisees and scribes questions about all the laws, all the rules, trying to trap him, and then he returns fire with his question and they can't handle it. We then shift into him basically having a go at them being pompous, arrogant people yep. who walk around in robes and with their longer curls and the person <laughs> next to them. And, um, yeah, they like to be seen as the leaders and the ones who are doing all the nice things, yep. which... I've got to say, hasn't completely left the church, unfortunately. Um, why is he having a go about it? Like, and he tells people, don't don't call anyone father, don't call anyone on earth leader. You're like, why? Why? Why can't you're my dad? <laughs> <laughs> I can't call you father, though. <laughs> yeah, this is this is about power. This is about pride. Uh, this is about social. Um, you know, climbing the social ladder into the higher ranks. And Jesus is just pulling the whole plug out of the the whole rank system that you've got. And we keep falling into it. Um, I'm, you know, we can look at churches like, for example, the Roman Catholic Church. Jesus says, don't call anybody father. And they turn around and they call all their priests father. Um, and, and how do you not see that as, a, you know, disobedience? Well, then I go to a Baptist church, and we and they refer to Pastor Bob, and you go, "What's the difference?" Hmm. Um, I understand. You know, I've got a friend who's an army chaplain, and he's an evangelical, and he's tried to persuade the troops not to call him Padre, and he's just given up. <laughs> uh, it's hopeless. Uh, padre is Spanish for father. So, but if you look at Jesus. No, none of Jesus' disciples ever address him as rabbi. The only people who talk to Jesus in that sort of language, teacher, rabbi, you know, great leader, are the people outside his circle of disciples. And he never rebukes them for doing it. He just sort of overlooks that whole culture. I mean, that's your culture, and I'm going to bring in the kingdom of God and replace it. So we'll just that's not going to be the issue we're going to fight over. We're going to try and explain to you how the kingdom of God works, bring you grace, give you the concept of, you know, God who became flesh came among us to serve, not to be served, and just upend your whole system. Um, but now if you become a Christian, then we need to stop and sit down in the dust and ashes, you know, looking at the cross and going, how do I get up from this place where I've been forgiven and ponce around and expect everybody to call me you know, father hmm. uh, or great leader or rabbi or whatever. Um, it, it, it's it's a real issue. I mean, if you look at Christian literature, there's lots of guys out there um, with PhDs and academic things and all the rest of it. Uh, and you sort of pick up some vibes. If they've got to put doctor on their author, um there's this culture that wants to blow yourself up to sell your stuff rather than go by the substance of whether you know Christ or not. Uh, and that 
Jesus is upending that whole thing. Don't be impressed by titles. Don't be impressed by, you know, what these guys are wearing. Be impressed by the content of their faith and the teaching that they're delivering if it's faithful. Uh, and that's the challenge. So this is all, later on he's going to say, you know, you're all hypocrites, which is a Greek word for an actor. Yeah. Okay, so here's the mentality. Um, Jesus says, or God says, I want you to remember my commandments. Now, how do you remember stuff? Remember your HSC? I do remember my HSC. Don't ask me about any of the content, unless it's PDH, <laughs> yeah. which is what I teach at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you remember memorising quotes, equations? Yeah. And what did you do to memorise all of that? Flashcards. Flashcards? Yeah, I down, went over it all the time, put up posters all over the house. Posters all over the house. I, yeah. I remember sticky notes all over the bathroom. Yeah. 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 I still encourage students to do it too. Yeah, <laughs> and it works. It does. Right? It does work. It will get you through the exam. You'll forget it all afterwards. But that's, <laughs> well, that's not true. I'm, I'm going to challenge that. My, Your mother taught me how to study. I never thought of memorising anything. But I can still do the things I memorised for those exams... I can still do. Hmm. Have you used it though since then? Yes. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. although it was useful to learn it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's well, called the I mean, Bible. I learned, a, I learned a whole bunch of physics and chemistry. And yeah, I, you've got to use it. I haven't it. used it since, yeah. so I've but, got no But idea. here we're, we're studying the Word of God, and God is saying, remember my commandments, and to make sure you remember them, you've got to make your sticky notes and your reminders and everything else. So, you know, put it on your forehead, stick it on your hand, uh, put it on your doorpost, but remember it. What do these guys do? They go out and they take the words of Deuteronomy 6, Deuteronomy 4, where God commands them to do this. They write those words in microscopic print, like you wouldn't believe, on a bit of paper this wide, and they roll it up and they put it inside a little leather pouch. The photos are in the notes, you know, and there's six of these little things tied up with a bit of cotton inside a box, and the box is like this big. Mm. And they stick it on their forehead with big scraps so everybody knows they're obeying God. <laughs> Nobody can read a thing in that box. You know, they'll, they'll recite the Shema. Uh, the Shema is hero Israel, Yahweh is our God, Yahweh is one. They'll get that far. Um, but then we've got to have a box on our wrist and we're going to make the straps longer and longer and longer. <laughs> Did you notice I'm obeying God, everybody? You know? Um, you know, he says, don't trim the corners of your beard. I'm going to grow them down to my knees so that everybody knows, look, you know, I'm obeying God. It's just such an act. And God is sitting there going, what about the commands that you... What about loving me mm. and wanting to be like me and following my instructions instead of poncing around trying to impress everybody but me? Yeah. And that's what the heart of this issue is. Jesus is threatening their popularity uh, and he's going to threaten ours because we're going to be unpopular if we follow Jesus. Yeah, so Jesus moves on to our woes, right? Woes, oh. scribes and Pharisees, woes, scribes and Pharisees. I have a feeling that there's no woe to the Sadducees. I feel like they're kind of left out like in Job where they leave out the young guy who shouldn't have talked in the first place. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you're not actually even worthy of talking about, so I'm just going to address the scribes and Pharisees. Um, and he does all these woes 
all of it's like oh, it's pretty much the rest of the chapter. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much the rest. Whoa, of the chapter. whoa, whoa! Right, uh, and leading into then, you know, lamenting over the fact that Jerusalem's going to be destroyed because of these leaders and That's how right. Judea has been run, and how they constantly kill all the messengers and they're responsible for. They are going to kill the ones that get sent in the future, and that's just he's he's really just. This is his the last. This is the end of his public ministry. This is the last thing Jesus is going to say that's recorded of Jesus saying publicly in his whole life. Hmm. And the last thing he says to the people in Jerusalem, in the temple, on Tuesday, you know, late Tuesday afternoon, is, you've been bunging on an act all this time. You are fake in everything that you're doing in this temple. Your worship is fake. You're doing everything to be noticed and praised by men. And you're disobeying God and you're not loving him in the process. Meanwhile, you're up there in that upper room plotting how you're going to kill me. Hmm. Well, what do you think is going to be the outcome of that? Whoa. This is street theatre. If you go back in the Old Testament, you find Isaiah, Jeremiah, um, uh, there's a couple of other prophets who will deliver woe, woe, woe speeches. And they do it just before the Assyrians, the Babylonians come in and wipe out the place. So this is your moment when the prophet stands there and says, time's up, yeah, you're gone. And that's what he's doing. He's doing the woe, the last prophet declaration that I'm finished with you, you're done, judgment is coming, see you later, boys. But he doesn't do it with this triumphal, you know, you're going to get what you deserve. Hmm. You look at how this chapter ends and you've got this weeping Jesus standing there looking at Jerusalem going, by the because of what you've done, this whole place is going to get wiped off the map. And he's broken hearted about that. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, why? You know? Yeah. Um, and there's the bleeding heart of God looking at these people. And he predicts over the next 40 years, between now and when Jerusalem goes down, you're going to kill the people I'm going to send you even at the last minute to call you back to get saved. And sure enough, within the year, they've stoned Stephen. Yeah. And Paul's on the hunt. And Paul's on the hunt. And the next thing you know, you know, James, the apostle, is dead. Uh, eventually they're going to kill Jesus' brother, James, toss him out in the street. It's, they're going to get what they deserve, but there is the God who is judging them, who is dying in the place of his people, weeping over the judgment he's about to deliver. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, the end of Matthew chapter 23. If you would like to grab the study notes to go along with this episode, please head over to trainingforliferedeem.com slash 80. If you enjoyed the episode, if you're enjoying the series, please subscribe, leave us a review. That would be great as well. We'd love to see reviews coming up on Apple Podcasts and I think Spotify now even allow you to do reviews. We would love for some more of that. It helps people to find the podcast. It helps it to be noticed by other people as well. Uh, And yeah, we look forward to chatting to you again next week. We're going to continue to go through Matthew. We're going to finish that off. And And we're in 24 next time. (laughs) We'll see you then.